Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Quest for New Inspiration. My name is Katie Mashler. I am so excited for this week's episode. I had the opportunity to sit down with Claire Engelkin, the owner of KB and Co. in Lawrence. I have been a big, big fan of KB and Co. the entire time I have lived in Lawrence, and I have been able to watch. Claire grow from having her little boutique to now becoming the owner of KB and Co. This is the perfect episode if you're thinking about starting a business of your own and needing a little extra inspiration. I hope she inspires you as much as she's inspired me. So I own KB and Co, which is a collective boutique. So we have 13 different stores in it, all female small business owners, lots from Lawrence, Kansas City, Topeka, kind of all over Kansas. And I also own a store within that, Stripe. So I've done that for the last three years. I bought KB and Co in 2020, right before the shutdown. I don't what else? It's been kind of a non-traditional path. I have two degrees that I don't even think. <laughs> um, I have a journalism degree. I have a teaching degree. And then I started working retail just for fun. And it sort of has opened up into this amazing path to small business ownership. So that's where I'm at now. That's awesome. I, as you know, I'm a very big fan of KB and Co. And literally who anybody who follows my Instagram should <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I'm obsessed. Anyways, so what kind of, I love the fact that like KB and Co has like these, all these multiple boutiques, what kind of like inspired that method versus just like opening your own retail shop? Yeah, sure. Of course, with the rise of online shopping, brick and mortar has been a lot more difficult. It's faced a lot of challenges it never had in the past decade specifically, you know, paying rent on a brick and mortar store. And so collectives have become big because we all can join together, have this great location, specifically in Lawrence, we get to be on Mass Street, which is, you know, the biggest place for commerce. And the rent there is crazy, but when we all get to do it together, it helps all of us. And it also helps customer-wise because we can dress so many people in the family. We're getting the daughters and the moms, and we have a gift store, we have kids. and so. It really helps collectively. We all can rise up together. And so I think it's really helped combat some of the online sales. Having a collective brick and mortar is easier, it's safer, and it also has a lot of cool advantages. Yeah, I love that I can, when I was working in the office, I would like get my like office clothes and then I'd be like, oh, but I need something to wear like after when I get home and out. Yeah, and it's <laughs> And I could do it all at the same time. And then it's like, I saw something for my home decor. (laughs) I had to get it. So what kind of gives you the motivation to continue to do this? Not only like through COVID last year, I watched all of your methods to get people in stores and I love them. Um, Do you want to explain a little bit about that? Yeah, I would say the motivation was just owning a small business is so personal. So, I mean, I've always been a hard worker. I've always been motivated to just be good at whatever I'm doing, just in the sense of wanting to feel proud of the work that you do, no matter what work that is. But when you own a small business, it's like you really, it's personal. You've put your name out there. It's it's public. You've put your financing behind it, you know, an investment. And so wanting it to succeed is just the biggest motivation ever, <laughs> motivator ever. 
Um, and so during COVID, it was like we had owned KB, my partner Jeff and I, for six weeks. And then COVID hit. <laughs> wow. And I think it was just like we looked at each other and it was like, this isn't going to be the end of KB. Like we're, we're not, this isn't how it's going to go down. And so it was just about getting creative. The staff was super helpful. Our customers are wonderful. And so that, that they were giving us ideas. They were making it a point to buy things like you, you know, like when you would watch our videos. Yeah. So that was the motivation. Like once COVID started, it was like, oh, we're going to get through this. Like I did not just buy this business and go through all the paperwork <laughs> and pay a lawyer and an accountant for us to just fold because we had to be closed like everywhere else in the world. And so, yeah, that succeeded. And then now the motivation is just like, how can we keep making the collective better? How can we make our employees happier? How can we do more for our community? All of that. So I think owning your small business is a motivator in itself because it really is personal. People know that you own it and it's, people know if you're succeeding or not. <laughs> That's a big, big motivator to do yeah. well. That's one thing I did want to touch on is I love how much KB and Co is kept, like committed to like doing things in their community. I love how many events you guys have posted and just all the little things. It's just I love watching you guys. It's been amazing. So it's one of my favorite. I learned, learned a lot of that state. Oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like oh, I bought I bought KB and Co from Christy Bowen in 2020. And I feel like I learned so much from her because I worked there from day one and I was the manager and watching her interact with the community and participate in local events and go do pop-up shops and get to know the other small business owners and really make a name for herself and like positively impact the community was such a good education, like such a good blueprint to follow. Because that's something nobody teaches you, you know, like when you're running your small business, it's also like, how am I? helping with community at large and what else yeah. I, you know, contribute to. So, or what causes do we want to put our name on and what do we not want to kind of thing? So she was so helpful in that. That was an education. I feel like she knows everybody in Lauren. Oh. <laughs> she does. Very, very helpful. She does know everyone. This episode is brought to you by Ferrisville. Ferrisville was founded by a single mom of twins who has created empowering apparel and goods to raise awareness for mental health and self-care topics. 25% of net proceeds from every purchase are donated to mental health advocacy programs. Be sure to check them out at www.ferrisville.net. Use the code NEWINSPIRATION for 15% off storewide. Um, along that line, do you have any other people who like you go to when you were like either lacking inspiration or just general people who inspire you on a day-to-day -day basis? Yeah, for sure. I have a lot of boutique owner friends kind of scattered around the country, some more local than others, who've been so helpful in being mentors and being re giving really honest feedback. And also who I go to just to sometimes, you know, we need to vent or commiserate or, or just ask like, you know, I'm in life to flop or, you know, what can I do? That kind of stuff. So I really look up to those specifically like the female small business owners in my life. And I think we go through a lot of the same challenges that are really unique to just that type of profession. So definitely, definitely to them. 
There are there any like tools and resources that you could like recommend for people that are also kind of I don't know maybe thinking about opening their own small business or just kind of in that process right now? Yeah, in the most because I've helped a few people open theirs since I've opened mine. Kansas has this great website. I like randomly <laughs> like State of Kansas small business how to get started. So I did that and then immediately found a good accountant. That's huge. Do that. And my accountant is also a female small business owner. So that do that. And then, yeah. And I just reached out to people who I could trust, who I knew had done this, then just ask really honest questions. You know, like you have to be able to ask those questions, like realistically, how much money or what is this risk or what's reasonable to do, you know, that type of stuff. When can I expect to start paying myself kind of thing? You have to be able to ask really honest questions. And so I was lucky to have made some contacts through Christy with women who own their businesses. And I just reached out and said, hey, I want to do this. Can I just ask you questions? And I found that now that I'm on the other side of it, people have done that to me. And so I've been happy to help on the other end. So I feel like that cycle is, you got to just get in on that. And then when it's your turn to help, you got to help. That's the perfect example for like this podcast. Like at first... I was yeah. I had no business reaching out to it. I don't know. Like just friend people are like, why is this blonde chick randomly asking me about her podcast? I don't care. But then when they actually genuinely, they're more than happy to give whatever advice they can share yeah. along the way. So along that like, question, what do you think your... Uh, like 25-year-old self would think about what you're doing or what advice would you give her? I think I would thought this is so cool and I wish I had done this sooner, like when I was 25. Like I would have been like, why are you not doing this? <laughs> uh, like my first job ever was in retail when I was 15 and then it went on all these other paths and studied different things and had all these random jobs. When it's like fashion has always been a part of my life in the background. It's always been an important part. And so I'm sort of like, I don't know why it took me so long to come here. And like, I had so many people in my life be like, you know, have you thought about working in like owning a boutique? And it took like four people that I was like, oh yeah, I should do that. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I'm gonna, yeah. so I think my 25 year old will be like, oh, cool. Good. Let's do that. Awesome. Yes. Let's not wait for time. Let's not go to grad school because you don't actually want to be a teacher. And hey, let's instead start doing this. So I think I'd be very, very excited. But I do laugh sometimes that it took me this long and had so many people had to like push me in this direction when I'm like, this is what I wanted to do since I was little. I don't know why I didn't do this like at age 20. Oh, that's perfect. I love it. Okay. A couple of last questions. Um, do you have any like go-to mantras or kind of like affirmations that you like to say, whether that's in your personal life or directly related to like KB and Co? My go-to one for a long time has always been whatever you are, be a good one. Um, and I feel like applied to everything, friend, business owner, girlfriend, sister, daughter, you know, all of those things. If it's worth any of your time, it's worth going all in, I feel like. And then lately, I've been trying, <laughs> working on this one, that act as if everything is just going to work out. Like, okay, 
I'm still working on that one. That's like a new one I found during COVID. But (laughs) I had that positive manifesting of like, let's just assume it's going to work out and go from there. Yeah. Hope everything will work out. What are the guys? (laughs) Right. Right. Like that's what I still have to really consciously try to keep reminding myself. But I like the idea of it. Yeah. I love that so much. Okay. Do you have any like last piece of advice just for generally? I feel like it's your business owners or anything like that? I mean, for future business owners, I'm like, just go for it. Like, worst that can happen, you know, and I'm a worst case scenario person. It's like, it'll fail and you'll start your next career and it'll be fine. And it'll be fine. And why not just go for it? You know, you don't want to be working some job you hate forever if you have this great idea. And like, life is short. We spend a lot of time working. Try Try to do something you like. Like, don't waste that time. And then... The most general piece of advice, which I feel like is so cliche, but has been so true for me, is just to trust your gut. I'm such a chronic overthinker, but with all the big decisions, it's like, I just know instantly. Like, Christy asked me if I wanted to buy KB and Co. at the end of 2019. And I was like, just give me a night to sleep on it. And I woke up and was like, yep, I'm doing it. It's my time. This is my shot. I'm taking it. And so it's like, you could overthink and overthink, but... Trust your gut. It's going to lead you in the right direction, whether that's toward the right relationship, place to live, job. Trust your intuition. I love that so much. Thank you so much for your time today. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, you're great. And if you have not had a chance and you're in Lawrence, please, please, please go check out KB and Co. It is literally one of my favorite in yeah, the United that. States. Thank you so much okay. for taking the time today. That was awesome. Thank you so much for asking. And that is it for this week's episode. Thank you again for listening to my little podcast. It seriously means the world to me that you even press play in the first place. Be sure to follow my inspiring guests on all their social media platforms, as well as the quest for new inspiration on Instagram, of course, and we officially have a Twitter. So go make sure to follow New Inspiration Pod on Twitter, as well as leave a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. It really does make a world of difference. Thank you so much and be sure to tune in next time.